I hope Magneto shows up. Welcome back to X Minutes. My name is Brian. I'm Wolf. And this is the podcast that takes the longest-running single-continuity superhero franchise there is, the X-Men franchise, and breaks it down one extraordinary minute at a time. And now we're in minute 52, what up, DC fans, of X-Men 1. Wolf, what happened in this minute? You said before you hoped Hmm? Magneto would show up. Yeah, I I was hoping that we uh, would get to see Magneto just bust in there, but not just yet. But we do get another heartfelt moment between Rogue and Logan. In the very beginning of this, there isn't even any dialogue. She just sort of um, collapses on his shoulder, and he consoles her. Uh, very this is like one of the, his hands. As he is. You know, not just because of her powers, but because he's a gentleman as well. Um, <laughs> we see a fatherly version of Logan. That's what I really liked about Hugh Jackman's. I mean, he wasn't just some, like, rage monster. He's actually a human being. And while he's consoling her, he says, not many people understand what you're going through. I think this guy, Xavier, is one of them. So he is trying to get her to come back to school. He wants her to make the decision. And I think that decision would be the best for her in, you know, her best interest. Then he says, seems to genuinely want to help. So he's trying to sell how honest Professor is. And the, the professor has no ulterior motive. Yeah. He truly wants to make sure these students feel accepted because they are so different. After he says that, does he say that's that's rare? I yeah. can't see my... He says he seems to genuinely want to help you. And that's a rare thing for people like us. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then she sits up, kind of looks him in the eye. They're both looking each other back and forth, and boom, the train starts moving. Says, "Okay, so yep. to say, give these geeks one more shot." I I, I really like that line. Oh, you know, um, looks at her and says, "You know, let's give these uh, geeks one more shot." It's like he's he's relating to her. They're on the same page. They they first arrived. They felt that something wasn't right. That. You know, mutants there, including Xavier, they were a little too square, as if they didn't really understand what Logan and Rogue were going through until spoke with Xavier a little longer, and then they realized he understands exactly what they're going through. I'm having a bit of technical difficulty in this clip. No worries. Yeah, that's completely right what you said, and then he continues on, and he says, Come on. I'll take care of you. Being a little more pushy towards, like, here's the choice that I do think you should make. But she just paused and said, you promise? And he says, yeah, yeah, I promise. And then that's what we got at the end of the minute. Yeah, it was very touching. You know, he promised to take care of her. She's scared. She's in a new environment. She left her, you know, loving family to just basically run away from home. And she ended up meeting a bunch of strangers. So, I mean, I can only imagine how she feels. Yeah, this this is actually making me think a lot about how she must have been feeling when she had to run away from home because she knew that the boy was in the hospital for three weeks in a coma. So either yeah. she was still there while he was in a coma or she read about it later. But, I mean, she thought she found another home in this Xavier's mansion and now she's mm-hmm. having to leave it again without telling anybody and just pack up and go just like last time like you gotta think too like parents of the of her boyfriend probably very upset with rogue judging from humans reactions to mutants in the in, in the um in the x-men universe they probably didn't believe that it was um 
magical powers. They probably thought she did something to him, you know, hurt him in a different way. Yeah, or even so, even if they did think it was powers, you know? So Yeah, that would be, yeah, it. they'd probably be like, yeah. And now I'm thinking, like, that makes sense for why she believed that an adult would be so angry at her to believe that Xavier mm -hmm. hated her. And then thinking of just the best case scenario of what her parents must think, maybe they helped her get out of there, you know? They're just like, here's a bunch yeah. of money, you need to leave or you'll be in danger. And I'm sure if they did that, which, I again, I think it would be the best case scenario, it would still probably be a mixture of fear of her mm -hmm. and not do you think um and this is just a hypothetical do you think law enforcement would have possibly been involved the parents would not want their daughter to be wrapped up in the system for a possible like attempted murder or something like that or no, yeah yeah definitely like if if it was if it was the most positive one it would help her get away and give her a bunch of money and then say don't call us to possibly keep her out of jail worst case scenario they just said get the fuck out of our house <laughs> dangerous i mean but seriously like right it's like uh yeah that would yeah, that would suck dude but i mean like if you yeah. were a parent of a kid who could do that how how do you square with that how first they definitely have attention on themselves because they hurt their boyfriend on accident so you have to deal with that but just in general like i can't imagine not being able to hug my daughter or having to be super careful of how i hugged her you know yeah like you, you know, um, how do you deal with that? Like we were talking about the parents, you know, telling her to leave. That sort of reminds me of like uh, a buddy of mine who's a part of the LGBT community. Is um, telling me the story of how he told his parents about his lifestyle. Their reaction was similar to what we were talking about, sort of like a you know leave this house kind of thing. But it's like that's like another way X Men universe mirrors the life. Fuck those parents! I hope they died with your second grade teacher. <sighs> but seriously, yeah, fuck those they parents. are. <laughs> they are all burning in hell. No, I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> yeah, I mean there's that uh, meme or whatever that goes around that says you can't be Christian and hate someone for their else for the color of their skin. You can't be Christian and hate someone else for their sexuality. You know, you you. You just can't be Christian and hate. If you hate, you're not mm. a Christian. So, yeah. yeah, fuck them. And I hate the idea that your friend possibly had to think, what age should I tell them? Because if I tell them when I'm 14, yeah. I'm fucked. If I get kicked right. out or I'm stuck here, if they don't like it. It's like, you know, if they were to tell them when they were 18, they risk not having the support going out into the real world. You know, so it's a shame. Yeah, fuck them. When my daughter was young, every time, like, my mom would say something like, a boyfriend or blah, 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 or younger, she's eight now, I'd just lean in and say, or a girlfriend, and, like, yeah. You know, my mom originally was like, Brian, don't say that. I was like, what would... And then I'd name my two cousins who are gay, two female cousins who are gay. I'm like, what would they say if, if you're saying that? And thankfully, she was like, oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. And I think yeah. one time when my daughter was like two or three, we were going through a Sears that was in a mall that just you had to go through to get to the other side. And she was like, mm -hmm. maybe we should look around for some dresses for me. And I was like, no, but maybe we should look around for some dresses for me. And she knows when I mess with her, 
So she's like, no. And, <laughs> but then I was like, wait, here's a moment. Cause what I liked, what my mom did is apparently when I asked about sex, my mom just told me I was so young. Yeah. I forgot. And I liked that. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know, some boys do wear dresses. She was like two or three. So she was like, no. And I was like, no, really? And she just had this moment where she was like. She's like, and oh. And continued on with her life. It was a new exactly. piece of information into the the software, you know, of her computer brain. It was just like, oh, yeah. here's a little bit of uh, information. And that's it. But uh, uh, I, I've joked that I hope the most my daughter ever goes through in terms of, like, coming out to me if she's not straight is like, hey, how was your night last night? And she's like, oh, it was great. I slept with this hot chick. <laughs> and then it'd be like, all right, cool. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't, I'll never. Yeah, right. Whatever. You know, you don't need to come out to me. It doesn't need to be a thing. Right. It doesn't have to be like some like like it's a shame that, you know, society nowadays has made being certain orientation. They like they made it so you have to have like an intervention with your family. It's like it should just be, you know, this is what it is. This is who I am type thing, you know, so. Yep. Um, But yeah. So uh, once again, X-Men has mirrored real life. Mm hmm. Uh, and, uh, you know, hopefully we get to see that as the films progress.
Luke Cage to Blade. 